Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome back to Short Shifts. My name is Jeffrey Jehu Scott Lavecchio. My co-pilot on this Magic Harper ride tonight, as always, is the vertically challenged Christopher Topher <laughs> Ryan Scott. Topher Ryan Scott has no idea what my topic is tonight. Topher, topic tonight. Power plays. I want to know what your favorite power play setup to run was and why. And then if we run out, we'll just go over other power play setups <laughs> you mean like as a player yeah as a player you were playing what was your favorite power play setup why why did you i'm guessing you you if you like it it's probably because you did well with it you scored a lot with it got a lot of assists whatever power play was clipping what was your favorite power play why and like what is that what does that power play look like oh man that's a good question thank you for calling me vertically challenged by the way appreciate that love um but i think when i was at cornell as a player we had the number one power play in the country my freshman year and we did an overload you know we did an overload which is fairly similar to a one three one it's just explain an overload in case there's parents players so think of a one three one which is what you see with so many different power plays at every level now where maybe you got even one. maybe even break that down even more What's yeah you got one guy one? that's up at the point you you know you got one guy that's on the half wall you got one guy that's in the middle which they call the bumper one guy on the offside and that that's like the three and then there's the one person that's in front of the net right and on the overload it's basically when that person that's in front of the net pops off to the side of the net Right. And so, yeah, our, our power play was sick that year, man. We had, uh, it was me. I was down by the net front kind of popping off. Matt Molson was the half wall player. Uh, we had Shane Hines, who was a third round draft pick to Anaheim. He was, uh, he was the guy that was in front of the net that would pop out into the middle. We had Byron Bits on the backside who uh, played in the NHL. You did, did you play with Bitsy in, in yeah. Providence? A little bit, yeah, yeah. You know Bitsy, big six foot five, uh, monster, Saskatoon farm boy. Um, you know he got some NHL games, and and then our our defenseman up top was was Charlie Cook, who played a ton of years pro, um, and was a great player in and of himself. And so we did the overload, and we had great. I think the one thing is that like you have to put people in positions and roles where they're going to succeed. Right. And so Mose was the half wall guy because he really had great vision, but he can also rip a puck. And he scored 
like more than anybody I've ever seen from a wrist shot from the top of the circles or a snapshot from the top of the circles. Like he had that ability, which is very, very rare. You know, Cooker, Cooker up top saw it really well. He also had a one-time bomb. Like he was a righty and Mols was a lefty, so Mols can feed him for for that bomb. And he was great at getting shots through. Heinze, six foot three, two hundred twenty five pound in front of the net that was popping up into the bumper area, can really go retrieve pucks, you know, after shots and stuff like that. And then Bitsy on the backside was had great poise with the puck and was also a big boy who can who can go get the puck off shot retrievals as well. And so how we kind of worked it was, you know, Cooker was up top, he was a righty. Mols was on his offside as a lefty kind of, he was the the quarterback of the power play and, and had the puck in his hands the most. And when he got it, Heinze was in front of the net, in front of the net and I would pop off to the side. And so Mols would, he would um, pass it down to me at the goal line. Heinze would pop into that bumper position, trying to take that defenseman with him. And then Bitsy would be coming down that offside on the backside on the back door. So I had a ton of different options. If they didn't respect Heinze, it was boom right into the middle. If they did take Heinze, there was a good chance that that Bitsy was going to be open on the back door. Um, and also, um, if none of that was open, I would get it. I would fake like I was going to the net. And then I would just give it right back to Moles. And like it was really funny because um, – I wasn't shooting the puck. I like literally wasn't allowed to shoot the puck. Everybody else on the power play shot the puck way better than I did. So I was just a facilitator. Um, but it, it, it worked out really great for a lot of different reasons. Number one, we all played our roles really, really well on the PP and we were all hard. So like, that's one thing that people don't talk enough about on the PP is, is shot retrievals. So whenever there was a shot retrieval, I was a dog on a bone. Heinze was a dog on a bone. Mols was a dog on a bone. Bitsy was a dog on a bone. Like we were getting that puck back. So we were able to shoot the puck and keep the other team on their toes a little bit, because when there's a threat for a shot that also, that, that keeps the PK on their toes, that keeps the PK on their toes. The other thing that was really good was that cooker had an unbelievable one timer from up top. So they had to respect him. And because they had to respect him up top, it opened up some things in the middle and it opened up some things on the side where, where Molson and I were at, because if they, if they didn't like, it was almost a two headed monster, right? Like if you are so far on Molson, my side, like Bitsy or Cooker, who were both righties, were right there for one-timers. And see you later, because they can both bomb a one-timer. If they didn't respect us on this side, Mols was going to come in and he was going to score. <laughs> you know, And so just a lot of different options. And I think the one thing we did really, really well, we always I'm, I'm a big believer in quick puck movement on the power play. I'm a huge believer in quick puck movement. And for you as a penalty killer, I can imagine you can empathize with that because it's easy to defend a power play when they're standing still and they're not moving the puck when they are moving the puck. It's a little bit tougher because now you're moving. Maybe you're letting some seams up. Maybe your stick goes up in the air and you let through a passing lane. Right. And so we moved the puck really quick. We had a bunch of guys who can shoot it. We had a bunch of guys who, uh, were a dog on a bone after that shot happened to go get those puck retrievals back. And, uh, yeah, man, like we number one power play in the country that year. And, uh, it helped us win a lot of hockey games and I got pretty in depth on that. I'm sure I can go even more in depth no, on it. Yeah. I want to ask you some questions. Cause I, in juniors, I played, I played that like step off the side of the net role too. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the only in college a little bit too. And then in pro I, I, when I would went into Europe, I would play like actually in front. Um, where were your feet? Where were your skates when you pop off? Yeah, they were they were pretty much on the goal line. 
They were okay. pretty much on the goal line. And I think yeah. the one thing that's really important for that player is that every time you get the puck, you have to look to the net and take a step or two to the net because that keeps the penalty kill honest. Like if, if I got the puck from Moles on the half wall, right. And I got it and I just gave it right back to him without any form of like deception or any form of threat going to the net. That's easy to play against. And Moles got a lot of goals from passing the puck down to me, me pretending like I was going to the net, stopping on a dime and passing it right back up to him. Because when I threatened the net, their guys all collapsed towards the net, right? All the penalty killers collapse toward the net. All their eyes are now facing south and towards the net. They're not looking at 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 Molson. They're not looking at Cooker anymore. So I would get it. I would threaten to walk it to the net, stop, go back, pass it up to Molson. If he had a shot, boom, he was taking it and he was zipping it right under the crossbar. Or if he didn't, he had that one time threatening Cooker. So now, right, the PK are all retracting back to the net. Now you need one guy to get right back into Molson's lane, and you need another guy to get right back into Cooker's lane. And which, even Bitsy across, if that's or Bitsy across, you right? Like you're really timers. forcing the PK to have to make a decision. And so for me, as that off the net side guy, it was so important for me for just that half a second to a second, just threaten it, just threaten it. And same thing, like deception is so important. Like Matt, like Molson would threaten to shoot it, right? He had he had the puck in the holster ready to shoot. And then that caused everybody to kind of like their butts to, to you know, to get up, a little bit little tighter. Puck, puck, ooh, and then all of a sudden, boom, right over to Cooker, who now has a lane for, for a one-timer or down yeah. to me or across to Bitsy. Um, and so just funny story here. What do we got, like a minute left? But a really funny story is that like, so Mulse, like obviously a sniper, um, and Heinz, he was a third round draft pick, you know, he wanted the puck too. And every time that Moles would give me the puck, like Heinz, would pop, right. He would pop from the front of the net into that bumper area, into that slot area. Heinz, thought he was open every time I got the puck, Love it. every time he got the puck. And I'm a freshman, I'm a five foot four freshman. Molson Heinz, are like high, like draft pick, like juniors, like unbelievable. And, and like, every time we would go back to the bench, it was like, Tof, I was open. I was open till Heinz would be saying that. Most would be like, shut up, Heinz. Like, no, you weren't. Like, it's the right way to get me the bucks. They're always on me, right? And there were a couple of times where I actually did feed Heinz in the middle for a goal. And he's like, see, see. Every See, time, every don't, time, every time. And most is like, I'm leading the country in power play goals, dude. Like, come <laughs> on, you know? So it's like, it was always really funny. They were, they were really funny together, but yeah, like that's what we did. I mean, geez, we just did the whole freaking 10 minutes on this one. Um, but Toe like at the, the end of the day, play. you have to have a dog on a bone mentality. If you want more reps on the power play, a lot of those reps are going to come from getting the puck back after shots. And if you have a shooting mentality, it's going to cause the PK to pucker up a little bit and, and be a little angsty. And uh, we all played our roles to a T. We all played, you know, to our identity on that power play. We had great chemistry. And because of that, we led the country in scoring. So that overload, hopefully that helped everybody.